What's up, everybody? Welcome to Not Feel Good People again. This is oh, we did it twice. Gross! This is a world record for crazy. us. Another classic. This is literally the another cla- fourth podcast we're, we're, of 2021. Before you get to that, another classic guest, Mr. Milken. Hello, Mr. Milken. Hello, everybody. I'm Colton. Nice of you to be here. Oh, it's good to be here. Back on the cast. He's back, dude. He's back. Don't <sighs> worry. How about you guys? How's your last couple of weeks been? Couple of weeks. It's been like less than a week since we did the podcast. Me and you. Yeah. Good. Good. Right on. And so I'm trying to think of anything that happened. Not a lot, but I fucking locked myself out of our apartment today. Oh, it's so fucking frustrating. So I went out for a smoke break, right? For yeah. a cigarette. A cigarette. And we're new to apartment life. That's a big thing. Is like because I've locked myself out a few times too, but I'm lucky enough that you're always in the apartment when I do it. Yeah, yeah, and especially if I'm going for a smoke break, like my head's just not there or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I lock myself out. I'm like, oh fuck. So I come around and I come to our side window, and it, luckily it's open enough, like the actual window, that I can poke the screen through, get the screen out, and then come through. But as soon as I jump through the side window, woof. Artie fucking bolts out For the of listeners, there. Artie's my cat, and she hasn't been outside in the four wow. months that we've been... Oh, no, no, we haven't been here for two months, right? I don't know. Yeah, we've been here for two months. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she hasn't been outside in two, as two months, about... I've just kept her inside. She's just been salivating out yeah, the oh, window. Oh, dude, she just looks yeah, out the window ready. every day, because birds perch outside of my window every morning. She's ready. She's sitting there, she and she's just it. like, oh, man, if I was outside, I'd eat every goddamn bird I see. <laughs> So, so, my so she's probably so she must have been waiting for you then, dude. Was she? Did you see her watching as you were coming through the window at all? Or yeah, she was at the window. <laughs> People don't care about what the cat's thinking. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I saw her at the window. <laughs> right. yeah, that's pretty much. Well, okay, well, because that falls in my yesterday. How were you not prepared for her to just do a mad dash outside? Because I was climbing in, and like my body took up the whole space of the window, you know. <laughs> right, right. You're I, like, did, I didn't. You're like an awesome goalie. Because I was thinking of Artie, but as soon as I got through, she just <laughs> bounced right sucked through. on through. How yeah. long did it take to get her? Not long at all. I just dumped right out back the window mm-hmm. and cornered her in our little. We have like a brick, brick. I don't know what you'd call it. Court castle. Thing. Yeah, it's kind of what I like about our apartment. There's like this weird brick castle thing going on. It's really on. nice. It's really nice yeah. actually. But I was able to corner her and I grabbed her immediately. That's good. Yeah, that was funny. Did funny you just throw her in and shut the window or? No, I came in and I like put holding her, in, her. Yeah, and I yeah, and I put her in your room while nah, I put because I had to put the screen back in the window. Right first, and I didn't want her around while I was fucking putting the screen in. In a weird way. She, ca- she didn't go running too much either. When she was outside, I think she just loved the smell of it. <laughs> right, right, right. She She's like, outside. holy shit. She could feel the breeze on her yeah, face. Yeah, she wasn't really running nowhere. She was just like, She's freedom. Like, it's like culture shock. She's like, oh my God, I haven't touched the ground in so long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's trying to like suck it all in and then bam, got him. Nothing, bam, dude. Got him. Um, yeah, she's been like, that's... That's the lucky thing about living in an apartment. She gets out of the hallway and you just nick her from the hallway, right? It's really nice. There's so much door surrounding her. It's kind of why I'm happy we don't have a, like a patio door or anything. I kept thinking about that. Like if we lived on the third floor, I'm like, if 
Artie got out on the third floor, would she jump from the balcony? <laughs> yeah. Because she had the balls? You yeah, think so? I think so. She'd be okay, though. Yeah. Cats can fall. Hell yeah. I mean, it's not good because then I have to go down three floors and try and retrieve her. <laughs> That's three lives, Artie. You hear that three? You only got six left. Mm-hmm. You get a floor of life. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, other than that, for, I mean, for me, I haven't been too, been, too, too, been doing too much. I beat Resident Evil 8. Did I mention that last episode? I beat you it. You did, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. started uh, Mass Effect. It's fantastic. And uh, yeah, I started the Mass Effect remasters. Uh, I'm in Mass Effect 2 now, and that game is so fucking good. Oh, Mass Effect 2 is amazing. Porn game developers are missing an opportunity by not developing an ass effect, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, it's probably out there. It's gotta be out there, now that you said it. That'd be the mod, right? You call the mod ass effect, and that's full new sex scenes. Call it ass effect. Um... And that's been amazing. That's just... I forgot how good the dialogue is in it. And just the normal gameplay function. And every planet has a large backstory you can go into. It's like into a space opera, want. right? Exactly, yeah. It's a giant space yeah. opera. Um, Hell yeah. And number two, it's put, just put, like... It's put, a little put, more put, grittier. Put There's a lot more yeah. of like badass choices you can make. Or even good choices. It's a lot more grittier. A lot more like... Um, Feels like a lot more like they're going for like a Blade Runner grindhouse effect, whereas uh, number one was a really clean sci-fi, really kind of you know everything's clean. In Mass Effect Two, you're going around like the slums of cities and shit, My, and it's all crowded in. It was when we, I mean, I probably reiterated this story in the podcast a few times, but fuck it. We uh, we had Miss Resnick for our media arts, and we went on a um, little tour. A little field trip to Edmonton, where Bioware was stationed at the time when they're making the first Mass Effect. Because Miss Resnick had like her first cousin is like like a head was I don't know man anymore, but he was like uh, he was a kind of a bigwig there. So he gave us like a full tour, just like a class of like would have been grade eleven kids (laughs) running through. And I remember this days. So I could find the date perfectly from this because I remember. The day before we went on tour, tour. <laughs> the day before we went <laughs> through the tour of the Bioware Studios on a tour, <laughs> on a tour, on a rockin' tour. Me and my class. Uh, um, the episode. I remember the weekend before the episode dropped, where they killed Chef from South Park and he became like Darth Chef. Right. Okay. Right. That's how I remember it in your head. Right. Where? Where? Yeah. And because uh, I remember distinctly. We're walking, walking through their, their developer's room was like, it was maybe 10 computers. Oh, wow. Holy it was shit. like 10 computers in this big room, like big mm-hmm. dark room. And there was like only three or four developers there when we were walking through it. Real small scale production. Yeah. I just remember looking at the monitors and it was just like, just like a, like a human avatar walking through a landscape and it was just a guy like walking through. I don't know. I assume he's just looking for human, bugs. Just a human ass. <laughs> just a, just a close-up of an ass. He's jiggling the cheeks. Just looking for bugs. Looking for bugs in the butthole. Whenever uh, this game comes out, <laughs> I want it. <laughs> this game rocks. And none, game of the, rocks. none of the developers would talk to us except this one really fat developer. <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. Oh, dude, they were, there was a hard... 
Colton will know this. There's this vibe sometimes, especially when I was a kid, probably when you were really young too, when you go into like big city guitar stores, like a oh, big yeah. Long McQuaid or something. They scoff at you. Yes. Like ponytail guitar players yeah. that are like better than you. Guys who play like Ibanez and like Shred yeah. and they wear yeah. t-shirts and they have their dyed black long hair pulled back <laughs> yeah. in a ponytail and they got super thick. thin. Yeah. And they got thick glasses and super pale skin with acne same glasses since elementary school i remember square lens i remember i wanted so bad at the time i was really young i wanted a dan electro like the uh the double cutaway or whatever the classic jimmy page dan electro right yeah dc yeah yeah i was talking i was like because i was left-handed so my big question was like do they make left-handed versions of those he's like no, but there's like plenty of good left-handed ESP guitars and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For you. guitar players, that's like a classic metal, like the opposite of a Dan Electro. Yeah. Right. Um, but heavy those vibes. Heavy ponytail nerd. Like an EB Games type. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. right? And um, except for this one really comic book guy-esque nerd who was like all the other ones were like rail thin almost like uh what i consider like you know when nerds sometimes get really angry at taking shit and they work out a lot but they're still just <laughs> nerds but they're ripped yeah. yeah every one of them were like that except this one guy who was like comic book guy <laughs> from the kept, simpsons he was he's keeping happy. it real yeah he's yeah. happy <laughs> yeah yeah he's happy dude and he turned around and he's like yeah i love my job and then he like he had this whole bit about how he watched torn South Park episodes and watches them at work. Nice. That guy's for real. And he's Hell like, yeah. and he's like, anyone see the chef? Ep-? I just remember him referencing the chef episode and the whole controversy. And me and, me and Sean and Aaron Rouse look at each other like, oh fuck, he watches South Park. This guy's, this guy's cool. so cool. This guy's the coolest guy in the world. I think <laughs> he fucking fucks off on his video game job and watches South Park. Damn. And then um, I remember, because he was like by far the most interactive. He turned around and he was just. Uh, <laughs> he, he actually gave you guys uh, eye contact. He like, gave us eye contact. Di- he loved it. <laughs> he he, human he looked like comic book guy, but he yeah. had the charisma of a young Kevin Smith. Yeah. Where he was like pointing at people. He just, he, I remember he was in a fucking, you know, just a regular computer chair, but he like spun around like a movie villain. He was like. How's it going, guys? And it was like, I think it was literally... He's like the Baron in Dune where he has like thrusters that lift him up and he's like... And to be fair... around. Totally. And to be fair, this is probably the teacher's fault because I distinctly remember them just letting us loose in that room. Right. Everyone goes... So it was like, I think me, Aaron, and Sean were like running around and every game developer was like it's almost like they're like i'm at work like fuck off you're trying <laughs> you're trying to code dicks into the game yeah. i'm trying to code the perfect <laughs> shaped butt cheek. i was wondering about that notepad i found that just says brayden has a huge dick yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought it was put a that developer in, for me? in commentary oh, i no. should have asked him to put an easter egg in for me um can you like model me with like a huge horse cock <laughs> yeah but me like me exactly right now at fucking 14 with a big yeah. Yeah, with a big horse dick, and like because that's like, what my dick looks like. So if you can be realistic, give me a horse yeah. dick. And maybe when you find me, I'm like, I'm but a, like little balls, and I'm like a pirate <laughs> too, right? I'm a cool pirate. But guess what? I don't have. Listen, I don't have big little dick, big balls. I got little balls, big dick. That's what you're seeing here. All right, I'm pointing to my junk area. When Shepard walks in, 
Make him suck my dick. No, no. Have a girl blowing me or yeah, I'm in my car. I'm just sitting there getting like Shepard. Never thought I'd see your ass around here again. (laughs) Just like the classic, like kind of like you son of a bitch (laughs) kind of thing. Um. So, but we were just running around and. I think that's why I was getting a lot of, we were getting a lot of attitude because we we're like, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. Like, get out of here. You, so, but this guy was eating it up. So he turned around and he was like, what's your favorite Bioware game? What's your favorite game? He just started asking us questions. Being really charismatic. I remember for me, I wasn't a gamer at all. So like, he was like, what's your favorite Bioware? Like Aaron and Sean were, so they knew, they had looked it up knowing they were going to Bioware beforehand smartly. And they're like, oh, like, I think Sean said KOTOR or something. He's like, yeah, people really like that one. Or, oh, yeah, that was their big series. I was trying to think of what got him huge before that. But yeah, they did Knights of the Old Republic. Right. Yeah. They're like mm. the, like, arguably the biggest Star Wars spinoff that there is really. Right. So were they making Mass Effect when you were... They were making the first Mass Effect when we were in there. That's what they were doing. And then uh, they asked me what my favorite game was. He was like, I was like, Guitar Hero? He's like... Yeah, the game's huge. I don't get it, but yeah, it's big. <laughs> like it's a real game. Like that's the only game snobbery I saw from that guy was like <laughs> him trying to be like, God, ah, it's dude, fine that you like bullshit, whatever. You should, dude. You should have went pretentious and said, you know, oh, uh, Skies of Arcadia. I wasn't even playing. Oh no, I wasn't playing it by then. That was ne- then the year after that that I started playing Skies. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was you who were like. <laughs> I just want to be rude. And that's how they put in rude suggestions for people. He's like, damn, a game about being rude? I, mean, I just want to, listen. I want to be really nice fun, all the way in the conversation and just, just write the last, yeah, and be just be rude. mean, just be rude. That's what I like that's in a video the, game. This is Dewey Cox moment. He's like, you want to be rude, huh? I just want to tell an alien to fuck off and I don't care about his opinion. Speaking your, yeah. I was, I was going to say, speaking of Dewey Cox, that's a good segue into... Uh, wait, wait, can I... Can, before we go into that... Oh, yeah. I just want to... Now that Colin brought that up, how do you roll in your conversations? Are you rude? Are you nice? Are you... In Mass Effect, by the way. In Mass Effect, you get a bubble suggestion. You got to get, oh. like, a nice to rude. Um, <laughs> all, all, uh, all situational. Situational always. Have, I, you, have you done a rude answer? Oh yeah, multiple times. I've you, ne- you, I've never done a rude I'm answer. I'm scared. I'm scared to do well, a rude answer because some of the rude I'm answers aren't feelings. that rude. Like I feel like they've really made it a complex game, and being renegade doesn't necessarily mean being rude. Like I already that's true, that but I feel more. like sometimes you pick the rude answer thinking like this will look cool, and it ends up coming off a lot more angrier than you think it's going to come off. Yeah, definitely. Mass Effect does that too, where it gives you like a short version of what you're going to say, but you say none of that word. That's just like a description of generally what you're going to say and then it just and sometimes it just comes off way off or you're like you're like uh um confirm you'll confirm your assistance with her so then you press that and he's like yeah i guess i'll do the job so what the fuck am i getting paid for that's not me yeah, yeah. But, but you know me i fucking in video games i try to immerse myself 100 percent, right yeah so i make it look like me and the decisions are all Man, i, I want to see your mass effect character i want to see your shepherd i'll play Oops, f- all right. I'll, I'll play fallout and i'll say like a wrong like question mm-hmm. and we just kill I'll yourself just and- fe- i'll just feel bad and just leave <laughs> <laughs> and i'll like kick i'll go to bed and like 
kick myself and be like, remember that time I said that stupid thing to that robot? And dude, that's <laughs> that's what's so great about Mass Effect is stuff in Mass Effect 1, stupid shit you might have said, will come back in Mass Effect 2 in conversation and be like, you said this stupid thing or you fucked this girl in Mass Effect 1 and now there's this awkward relationship. Yeah. It's just really, it's that's a just, fucking... That's uh, too much life for me. It's it, too it, real. It's too real. <laughs> I know, but it's weird. It's because it's... It's nostalgic, which makes yeah. sense. It's like 10 years old now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But yeah. it's um, it's bizarre that that is coming out, and, you know, and that's all nostalgic and shit. And yeah, because that's like 15 years ago now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of a trip for sure. Wow. What were we going to say? Oh, talk about music. I wanted to get into uh, a little bit, but I just want to get into what we've been listening to lately at all or anything. I was going to start off by saying, because um, I've been on a huge regression, almost back into like childhood preteen, like rock and roll, like Aerosmith and the Ramones. Oh I'm yeah, like super huge on right now. It's funny because it's like yeah, you listen to that stuff so young when you first discover it, you, you overplay it, so, it, you way overplay it, and then it becomes like, uh, yeah, I understand that, right? Yep. So like, um, and especially it's almost Aeros- like for me, it's like. I think I've said this before, but it's like you play the I play the New York Dolls so much, mm. even though I still quote them as my favorite band. I don't think I've listened to them in years because I, I've just done it over I, and over again. I, yeah, I downloaded on like their like the their biggest album, Personality Crisis, I guess. Yeah, the first. And then New I, like, I just skip through the whole thing because I'm like I've every heard, single song is just you've heard it a hundred so times so much in my brain that it just. It's I won't like, enjoy it I, yeah, if I yeah. listen to it. It's yeah. just better to think about it. I am going to strangle the both of you in your sleep for even mentioning that it might be boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, I get what he's saying. In the sense yeah. that, like, you know what's coming on around every corner. And you're like, okay, yeah. Is that, it's not, but it's like, for me, the best moments with those kind of songs are... And it's funny because these moments are sort of gone now, but like those radio moments where it just kind of comes on, and you're not expecting it, like fuck yeah, and you turn yeah, it on. It's the best. Those are like those are the moments where those songs really shine now for me, where I'm not expecting it, and it kind of comes on out of nowhere, and it feels good, and you're yeah. like crank it. That's that's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like I kind of that's why I get rate, why like all those old time rockers sing about radio and how yeah, great radio rate. is, how like and you get surprised by a and song. And the Aerosmith yeah. I've been listening to has been '90s Aerosmith. It's been um, like Pink, oh. Pink, um, crying, crying is really good. Yeah, well, yeah. Crazy, crying. Like, Nine uh, the, the album, uh, Nine oh, I like Nine Lives. But, uh, Dude. With, the little cat on the cover. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> no, the main Cuffle album. Couple Circle. The main album I like listening to is, uh, what's it? The Get Cow a Grip. Hut. Get a Grip, yeah. Get a Grip's good. So much fucking good. Eat the Rich. About the Udders. Get yeah, a Grip. Yeah. I remember my dad had a worst special. joke. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, is that a joke? Like, it's Get a Grip and it's Udders on the, like, like milking a cow. Getting a grip of like an udder. Is that the whole thing? I th- yeah, it's an udder and it says get a grip. It's like grab onto titties. Onto oh, so titties. that's that's a, like the core of the joke is grab onto titties? Cow titties. <laughs> <laughs> but the cow's supposed to represent a woman's titties theoretically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hate it. Mosetta. All in the 90s, I hate. Throw I, it away. Um, what was it? Uh, my dad had like a special edition. Of get a grip where it was just like real it wasn't real cow but it was like a furry cow thing <laughs> yeah. like it was like cat oh it was awesome i loved yeah. it i like that i do like at 90s aerosmith i like um love it at a garage sale when i was like 10. crying crying rocks man you don't like crying at all no when i was like 10 at a garage sale i got 
I got Get a Grip and Nine Lives and shiny hits i think or big hits big shiny like big shiny like i want to say big shiny like, hits but i think it's big ones big ones yeah i got those three I think when i was like 10 and i confused. listened to them non-stop and i'm like this is what rock and roll is oh yeah then, it is <laughs> dude no, I, pump? I love pump oh uh, yeah no <laughs> you don't fuck with what it takes pump is amazing no, man. you don't fuck with what it takes I can't listen it's like listening to acdc when i was 10 i just can't listen to it again uh Man. Yeah, I can't like uh, nineties. Uh, um, I think the man Aerosmith. Like, some there's so ballads. many. I like in the nineties. Like, nineties Aerosmith ballads are pretty pre. They milked that. Like they're like oh they yeah, milked, like no, no. so good. Yeah, no, but like, it's thing, crazy to think of like how many, how many albums ballads? they had in the nineties compared yeah. to like even like even the seventies. You could <laughs> there's an argument to be made that the nineties is a more Prolific era for Aerosmith than the oh, 70s. Oh yeah, after Run DMC, that's kind of that's Busted that's their comeback. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. Then yeah, like cool. I would even argue like up to Honkin' on Bobo, it was still anything after Honkin' I can't listen to. But there's songs on Just Push Play that I like. Yeah, I like uh, Sunshine. Mm. Um. Oh man, I think we that's when we saw him was Just Push Play era. Hey Max, I think so. Yeah, that's the concert yeah. where we went to. And I saw them one time after that where they played Seasons of Weather, and that was fucking dope. I, I mean, there's no argument that their coolest era was the 70s. That's like where their best songs were written, their coolest well, songs are written. They just like, they hop on like the trend in the 90s. Like, they hop I don't what know, they, man. What they did. What trend did not they hop trend, on? Not, no, not like a. They hopped on their their thing, their thing, right? They, like right. really buckled a, down on their on music. like the things that like uh, like that became them. hits of theirs. Yeah, where it was like yeah, like crazy came out and was big, so they kind of did a lot of songs like that. Yeah, okay, I see what you mean. They just I, I, I can agree with that, but like look at I mean Pink, Pink kind of sounds like nothing else on their catalog. Yeah, you know, like and I it's hate not it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like the, uh, you don't like the, um, there's not, you don't like the tongue in cheek lyrics or anything? There isn't, no, no, there's only <laughs> one joke band that I'll listen to and that that's is the dark, and that is that's the my... darkness. Yeah, but the darkness <laughs> no, rules. I, see, but like, I, they're, see, I, I, like, I take that... my music seriously. Uh-huh. And so when I'm hearing like. But like joke some, music it's like i'd rather be listening to weird al yankovich than a guy singing about see, a dude looking I like a lady i can't handle full joke music <laughs> no i like, can't I either can't, I, but i can't, I can't handle, handle weird al like i hate weird Al. dude looks like a lady pisses me off <laughs> love that song i think it's even more relevant now than it's ever been too um, well could, did you unscrew the tip for me without the thing coming off um I love it. I hate it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I think there was something so cool about like playing boogie rock when nobody else was doing it, and then like who like there was like I don't know, bands man. like X. There's X things, like, but there's like, like their their parts were so like like in crazy. Like that that big now going into that like that's I don't know. That's a good part to me. Feels good. Yeah, it's it. You know, I would argue good that nineties robot, but it's I like nineties like nineties was writing good stuff in the nineties, but I think it's bad. Also, oh, you don't like like any of the use your illusion stuff or anything? 
No. I would, no. No, I can't listen to any of that type of music. Really? It's yeah, too like schlocky for me. I don't mind. I don't mind so much. I don't like... Because I, I listen to it literally... All I listened to when I was like ten years old, was right? That was like the Guns and Roses greatest hits. Well, and to be and fair, like, like when lies. I moved to Vancouver, that stuff was really out of fashion, and I was like almost ashamed to admit I listened to any of that. Mm. Like when I was when I moved to Vancouver, the the group I hung out with it was like uncool to listen to ACDC. Well, yeah, it was like very uncool, and it was and and I would like. Now you're, he, Puts it's uncool cool again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Better not listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Just um But like Yeah, it's it's it, it's that's kinda interesting. Oh no, anything in the nineties was just could, bad. It's like oh. Queen. Queen in the nineties was bad. Oh yeah. It's like they yeah, it's I like any that. band that has like a resurgence like Aerosmith and Queen, they're just coming back. I don't like know a popularity that. craze and then just like you think phoning so? it in. I think no. they're phoning it in. I disagree. I don't think that I don't Of course you disagree with me. You like Aeros. <laughs> yeah, I don't think like, there's I anything about what they're doing. I just started liking Aeros. <laughs> Cuz I, I, I found don't think out there's anything cool. about them phoning it in necessarily in the 90s. Like I think in the '90s, I think they found a thing that worked and they hit. But I think they you don't think hard. miss a thing and crying aren't phoning. Miss a, th- miss a thing, like yes. Those, like crying, I don't think crying is that. I don't think crying is that at all. Like isn't I think, there like a song called crying? When they first and wrote then, that, like, a song like crazy. lying. <laughs> it's like it's crying and crazy. Song. Well, like, crying and crazy. I remember uh, they're on the same album, and I remember. It was like crying, crazy, and amazing. We're very yeah. similar. And like SNL had a bit. With uh, oh, what's that guy's Never name? Never mind. I'm I'm taking my take back. If it was on SNL, dude. Uh, it was on SNL. What's his name? What's the big guy on SNL? Horatio Sands. Horatio Sands. Yeah, yeah. He Sands. was like, he was like, I think he's playing Steven Tyler in a bit, which is even funnier. Think about Horatio Sands. <laughs> and he's like, let's, let's do our hit, crying, crazy, and amazing. And it was like Aerosmith's Grace Ballads, and he was and like, I'm crying. Yeah. But like crazy, but I feel like crazy was unlike anything Aerosmith had done at that point. I think like they pushed themselves at least to write crazy. And I could see there's an argument for crying and amazing being derivative of that. But (laughs) when they wrote crazy, that was like not in their wheelhouse. That kind of song. But uh, there's definitely an uh, don't miss a thing. It's clear. they didn't even write don't miss a thing. It's a like someone else wrote it for them. So it's like yeah, that's bullshit. Most of just ninety nine percent of just push play is horseshit. Um, I like Nine Lives, but <coughs> but yeah. I mean like I get it. I yeah I, I yeah. But also there's an argument to be made that they phoned it in in like the seventies when like um, like the big rumor is that Joe Perry never played guitar and walked this way. He had like a session guy, which is why when he plays it live, he doesn't play anything like the album. He plays, yeah. you know what I mean. He plays it like all opens. Isn't Walk This Way though like the second album? Yeah, Toys in the Attic, third album. Third album. They still were finding their sound in those three albums. That's what I mean. If you're finding your sound, is it really necessary for you to bring a session guy in for? A full song, like oh, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like the the big rumor is that it was a session musician who came up with the walk this way riff and the whole like. See, but then I would say, and then Joe Perry just back in the saddle riff is 
very reminiscent of the Walk This Way riff when it comes to pulling on and pull-offs. Yeah, but I'm Like the licks. Just the way. And so, like, and if Joe Perry wrote Back in the Saddle riff, I fully believe he wrote the riff for Walk This Way. I think the argument is, though, that. the same. I think he wasn't in the studio. I think it's like an open secret, though, that Joe Perry. Yeah, he didn't record it. He didn't record Walk This Way. Yeah. Okay, so, like, the thing is, he wrote it. I think he probably wrote. I, I think probably he wrote the riff, but he didn't record together. it. And they're like, "That's a good song." And like, he just didn't record it. I wonder because I don't know what the story is behind that. Like, why someone else recorded it instead of Joe Perry? Then, if he wrote it, like, what possible reason? Because Joe Perry was fucking high watching movies, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that that line "Walk This Way" comes from Young Frankenstein. Oh, does it? Yeah, they went and seen uh, Young Frankenstein. And I love it when like, shit like that yeah, happens. Yeah, they went and seen it with that Marty Field Friedman or whatever, and he's like, "Walk this way," and he walks, and then Joe, I think it was Joe Perry, he's like, couldn't stop laughing. So he couldn't <laughs> stop really? laughing. Yeah, that's kind of like uh, I wrote Shadow Run based off of like a Harmontown podcast. <laughs> Shadow Run. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet board game. <laughs> That's what's based off of. They literally were making fun of the name of the board game on the podcast, and I was like, "All right, I can write a song based off of this." <laughs> it's, it's two cool words. Yeah, shadows shadow and running. <laughs> yeah, dude, it fucking works, dude. You ever shadow play? Shadows run. It's a good fucking song. It's about playing. It's like yeah, dude, it's like a semi-futuristic, like Blade Runner type future, but D and D style game, right? Yeah, yeah. Shadows oh, run and yeah. shadows do run. That's what you call a shadow that's right, extending out. You're right, you. shadow run. Yeah, yeah, okay. So Max, you've been listening to Aerosmith and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've been listening to uh, '90s. You say, what's your favoriteest track? Aerosmith. '90s Aerosmith track. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Eat the Rich. Yeah, oh, Eat the Rich is really great. Good. Uh, I like Eat the Rich, but by Motorhead. Shut up. <laughs> it's a good uh, shut song. Up and, uh, shut Up and Dance. Line Up. Line Up. Damn, you're laying a lot of fucking songs that could never have been written and I'd still be happy. <laughs> like, man, it's bad. Like, you used to like Fallout Boy. I, I, I get why you don't like Aerosmith. <laughs> I, I still listen to Fallout Boy. Point proven. <laughs> Joe, listen- Joe Perry would put you in a chokehold. I'll listen to <laughs> have a heart attack. I'll listen to anything that makes me feel something. Nineties Aerosmith does not make me feel you anything. You know, like crying doesn't get you at all. No, not at all. It's so oh, bad. Crazy. It's so schlock. Oh no! It's like it's like listening. I feel like you're putting it in that that category. You know what I mean? Like it's like listening to your like like thirty year old uncle being no. like. Being no, like, no, listen no, no. to this. This will no! change your life. And it's like, I disagree. Oh, so you really like Aerosmith and you still like them, so you think this is good. <laughs> now listen to this. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like Zeppelin. Right, you don't like Zeppelin at all. No, I like early yeah, Led Zeppelin. Like, I hate I like, 90s Zeppelin. I like <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Then, like, there's just an era. It just hits, and then it's just phoning in music you that's why argue, i kind of actually respect argue. led zeppelin because they stop there's an argument oh i see what you mean okay i see what you're saying um yeah there's an era of phoning in for every artist that they go long enough yeah. i would say there's an it's ar- like yeah like bruce springsteen i haven't listened to a single new bruce springsteen album and he's 
probably like my favorite songwriter of Stones, all time. Stones for me, like I couldn't. Yeah, man. that's like me being like '90s Rolling Stones I mean, is the I, best I, Rolling I mean, Stones. I know, I know, I know. Mark's never gonna listen to this. This is like not even risky to say, but I remember. Mark was like, you want to hear like the best Stone song? And he put on their latest single. I'm like, this stinks. I didn't have the heart to tell him. Yeah, I was chilling with him yesterday. And he's like, I've been sitting out in the combine and like actually listening to old music. And stuff's awesome. <laughs> he's like, I was listening to New York Dolls. And he's like, I, I kind of get where you guys are coming from now. <laughs> oh, that's I'm like, cool. okay, yeah, we're starting somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> This is funny being like... Well, Nolan, I feel like, no, as far as like proto-punk drummers, Nolan was probably one of the best as far as like... Oh, he's like he's, a rock and roll drummer, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like he has like, so much swing and stuff in his drum. He's just like a perfect for me, band drummer. For me, well, because the question was what we're listening to now. So, um, I'll go next. Um, when I first... 2000s Aerosmith. 2010 Aerosmith. I'm just listening I'm to Steven Tyler on the X Factor talk. I'm just listening to Honkin' on Bobo on repeat. <laughs> I got my, I got the original Tiny Harmonica from the first album release. Yeah, I listened to 2010 Aerosmith. I just watched. Do you remember my dad had the little harmonica hanging off of? Yeah, hanging yeah, dude, that was sick. The mini, dude. Yeah. As far as like album swag goes, you're never gonna. No one's ever gonna release an album with a little harmonica again. That's never gonna happen. I listened to 2010's Aerosmith, as in I just watched the X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> I just listened Dirty to what birdie. he's got to say, dude. Um, who are you listening to, Brayden? When I first moved in here, like, I guess we've only been here two months. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Max, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Feels like way longer than two months, right? Man, you've been ah! going through lots. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does feel like a two long months. Um, when I first moved in, lots and lots of Kyle Craft. Fucking, oh, really good, like, breaking up with somebody getting over it kind of emotional music yeah max show me a piss river classic one of my favorite songs yeah yeah uh it's funny because i kind of there's this one song i gotta look because it's always like really it's almost sad because i used to like keep track of albums i'd listen to like physically and stuff now I kind of just go by Spotify and I look at the latest thing I've added to my Spotify list and that's what I know I've been I listening to. I only listen to albums. Really? You don't do like streaming anymore or anything? No, I've listened to Spotify. Oh, full albums. But I only listen, I start an album at the first song and I won't play another thing. I gotta like, I gotta start doing that again because, uh, Well, because yeah. like, if you just oh. get the hits, you don't get those good old fucking B-sides. The B-sides, yeah. So, there's a song called Electric Love by the band Borns really really t-rex-esque really good cool um a band that opened for the dolls when i saw them called we are the fury i got back into their i found their album on spotify listen to that whole album that's really good um what's the name of the album oh nope it's called venus the album's called venus um that law twin peaks I think that's it yeah twin p twin peaks is such a mainstay like for the last four years of my musical diet like in some 
air. There's some air of Twin Peaks I'm always listening Twin to. Twin Peaks pissed me off. Why? Because I listened to their KEXP, and I'm like, this is amazing. Then I listened to the album, and I'm like... You don't think the album's any good? You don't like the recording quality or something? Nah. I don't. I really? think his, I think he... I think his KEXP voice performances mm-hmm. come across much better than his, like... Really? Whiny little. Oh, I like voice. I like the album. I yeah. like uh, um, what is it? Walk to the one you love. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> what is it? Fuck. I'll save it. Holding roses. No. Well, I like that performance too. That's like a really layered. That's voice. the one I like live way more than because it's like, like it's like a layered. The recording of that's super layered. Yeah. Of like like there's like five or six like because it's vocals. way more raw. Like his live is just so much. It's like a punk rock voice. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but, but I still like. Yeah, no, I, I still. Oh, it's a like good album. The album. It is a but, good uh, album, but it's like it was kind of like album it, version of fuck. I gotta find it now because it's gonna cry, drive me nuts. Uh, the album version uh fairy song that that fairy song's great yeah that raw that's raw that's a really raw album in general have you heard it i don't think so i think you'd like it i think you dig yeah well, I've been listening to 70s Aerosmith <laughs> <laughs> exclusively. Nice. Fuck, yeah. said eight, I would have said 80s Aerosmith. That would have been great. Like the worst Aerosmith I've been listening to. To me, that 80s Aerosmith is probably... I don't even know an 80s I don't Aerosmith think Is there song. an 80s era of Aerosmith? They have albums. They do, right? But those are like the ones without Joe Perry and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? I, I don't... I haven't heard any of them. I don't know. It's okay. first four albums I'll... That's all I listen to. And then Killer. I listen to Killer's Gaslight Anthem, but man. Fourth is Rocks. Oh, I listen to some Killers lately, too. I like the Killers a lot. I'm pretty sure still. Fourth is Rocks. Oh, that might be the. Yeah. That third. sounds about right. But that's with, like, Back in the Saddle. Where's that's Draw the Line there? I think that's the third album. No. Second? No. I don't know. Are you trying to tell me? When you watch Ace Ventura and Line Up comes on, he's fucking chloroforming all his people. <laughs> you don't feel a little tingling in your toes. You mean to tell me when you watch Wayne's World 2 <laughs> that they tried to phone in what Wayne's World 1 did with Queen? With no, Bohemian Queen was Rhapsody? A- oh, okay. I know what you mean. Last, uh, well, they did Shut Up and Dance, right? Yeah. When you walk your fingers... The <laughs> That's a real cool performance, though, in the movie. Nah, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty, Fucking yeah. sick song. Dude. Yeah, that is like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Like, yeah. Actually, I love 90s Aerosmith. Lots of killers have been listening to. The Battleborn, probably one of their dude, best albums too. ever. Isn't it crazy how good that album is for how late era that is? That's the last one. It with was the so guitar bad. Player. Me and my brother, I remember me and my brother, because he's seen them a couple times we talked about how bad that album was when it came out and then i was just listening to it the other day and he commented on instagram he's like one of the best albums i'm like i know i don't know what we were thinking it's just sometimes the albums that grow on you are the ones that um matter the most yeah that one's a good album i didn't listen to that because i had like a breakup and that's that was the album of the relationship so i didn't listen to it for like 
two or three years. Oh, really? And I just got into it That would it again. make me, maybe it's just like, I'm like a masochist or something, but like... You jerk I would just like to it while you're yeah. listening to oh. it. Oh. <laughs> I'm the machinist. I'm a bit of a machinist. But, yeah, no. I'm a bit of a... Yeah. I've just been getting into fucking my, uh, cock rock, yo. My vape pen just broke. Listen, the last so I don't know, 20 I, minutes, Max has been twisting the top of that, his vape pen. That's, that's why I've been so quiet. Uh, <laughs> I went to unscrew the lid to put on another oil cartridge, but it, but it unscrewed the entire thing and it broke like the blue wire that connects to the <laughs> heater, I think. Yeah. Are they expensive? But pens? Yeah. Not really. Oh, but, um,. Good. You know music. Other I than ha- that, hey, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know music. Nineties Aer- Aerosmith. Just gonna say, and then oh. also um, a lot of like Mata Hoople, that kind of young stuff. Oh, Mata Hoople. See, Mata Hoople is like a good example. That's a good one to one of night. Like Nineties Aerosmith kind of remind because Mata Hoople have a lot of like ballads like that. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of like you have a chord and you pick every single string kind of ballads. Yeah. You know all the young dudes. Saturday gigs. Have you heard Saturday gigs by Mott? Ooh. You'd like Saturday gigs, I think. Ellie Mott. Tell me that story. Max hasn't heard this. I think you enjoyed the the writer of Bad Out of Hell producing Hysteria or whatever. Like what Joe oh. Elliott said before he died. Yeah, Joe Elliott was like, we're never going to release the Hysteria tapes that Jim Steinman released. They're so bad. We'll never do it. Then yeah, the next Jim day Simon's later, the guy next who, like, day, wrote Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf. Next day, Jim's Diamond dies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Joe Elliott probably killed it. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine being like, that That sucks. Imagine listening to Hysteria and having Meatloaf backing vocals. That would be the best album <laughs> of the 80s. <laughs> um, I feel like there's another band that... I've actually been listening to that slipped my mind. Um, I've been listening to a lot lately. Uh, I wake up every morning. I listen to uh, Mick Ronson, Angel Number Nine. Hell yeah! Mickey. Oh, that was Mick Ronson's solo album is like one of my favorites. So good. No one get, like oh. he was Bowie's he's a, foil. He was like he's he a tone wrote King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another. He wrote like a lot of the stuff in the Lou Reed's best albums and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like all stuff Bowie produced. Mick Ronson's kind of behind him, like with the musicality of everything. Yeah. You know what I've not been listening to? Hmm. Well, actually, I have to. So I'll work at Domino's Pizza. Oh, dude, when I worked there, they had the top five radio on all the time. And it was the worst. So I work at Domino's Pizza. I'm the last YT boy there. What does that mean? White. Oh. <laughs> White? <laughs> I'm the last YT. And so, like... I love the pop Indian, and so it's like mostly like East Indian people, and I love East Indian pop music. It's hilarious to listening to, but sometimes they'll get like the religious people will put on the on the aux cable, so it'd be like I'm just working all of a sudden, be like Blackhawk down, just like <laughs> no, just, really just screaming, and I'm like in the store, and I'll have like lit, like flat, like not even flashbacks, but I'll be like <laughs> I'll be shocked. I'm like. This is nothing good is gonna come out of if this. If you have sound. like a migraine or something, you it's know what I mean. It's scary when it like just it's just vocals just come in like hundred <laughs> percent on. It's like, could you imagine if I was working at Domino's and I just put on like traditional native music? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what it's like. like. How 
fucking aggravating it's that like would be I for can, everyone else. I can jam to the pop, but the traditional is just scary. Yeah, fuck that, it's man. It's like Blackhawk helicopters yeah. coming over. above you at the fan. <laughs> like the music people put on in comedies for like a parody yeah, of like yeah. terrorist it's music. scary music. <laughs> no. Yeah. Shit. That kiss was the other one I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah. before, before both you guys interrupt me for six even, goddamn time. Even Aerosmith and Kiss. Even, oh, kiss. Old school Kiss. Old school Kiss Hell is yeah. the best. Dude. Right. Oh, dude. I was. I think Mark Bolin and Ace Frehley were such a and you guys huge influence on you my guys plane. didn't interrupt me either. I was just kidding. I know. Yeah, um, I, I actually I was telling Braden how I don't like the guitar sounds on the first yeah, Kiss album. Like he was like I was thought oh, I was miss. I thought I was listening one? to a bad album take because it was just so. I like that. It's like a punk album that way. It's like it's so so me- it's so lo-fi. <laughs> yeah, I love that though. No, I like. You said you hated Black Diamond. Black Diamond is one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I just, love Black Diamond. That's the I like the Black Diamond, but the oh. beginning part of Black Diamond, I love it, is dude. So bad. Out on the street, <laughs> I don't hate it, but yeah, it's definitely it's slow. Yeah, it's bad, but it, dude, Black Diamond. That's I love, cool the, I love the harmonies. It's like Firehouse. Oh. You don't like that part? No. <laughs> no I dude. dig it, dude. And I like theatrical music. My I favorite album. I love it in the live version when uh, Paul Stanley sings it. He goes, got you under their thumb. He does the thumb motion. <laughs> Me and you had a weird synchronicity a couple years ago where and I told Braden, I'm like, I was listening to Kiss and I was listening to uh, Gene. Um, oh, you were listening to uh, Going Blind. Going, Going Blind. blind. And you like, and you, same time. Yeah, like the day before, that I was song, telling Brandon, I'm like, fuck, man. Love this song. Can't stop listening to it. And then the next day he come down, he's like, he's so fucking funny, man. Colton just texted me he, out of nowhere. He's like, you know what song's great? Going Blind. Yeah, dude. It's so weird. It, it doesn't seem like a Kiss song. I'm, no. It's the first time I really listened to it, listened to it's it. It's like a Thin Lizzy song. Like yeah. a slowed down Thin Lizzy yeah. song. No, with I like can totally see epic that. Epic bass. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's funny because so Gene takes a lot of shit for being a bad bass player, but the bass... He's a good bass player. He's, a great, he's got iconic bass lines. You think about like... How iconic the Detroit Rock City baseline is. Oh, yeah. Right? And he's a good bass. He's just all around good. Yeah, he like, is. Like, like, people it's hard shit to get on like, him? an actual, like, a gimmicky band with, like, good musicians. Yeah, 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 like, for sure. Like, um, I mean, Going Blind is, like, their second album. It's funny because Going Blind, I'm surprised you don't hate the production on that because I feel like the production's worse on that it's album. It's a pretty bad production, but yeah. it's good it yeah, works garage it works thing. like it's yeah. not like a kiss song yeah, yeah like it goes back what we're talking about because we're talking about me and you were talking about amps right yeah. and buying amps and like all these kinds of tones and stuff and then we're listening to music i'm like you know what? it's really the song more than anything and that's what it like that's what those first kiss albums are to me because the the production is kind of crazy bad but i feel like the song's the songs are good enough to like make the production last, you know? Like Yeah, absolutely. And in a weird way, I kinda like how bad the production is on Going Blind. Me too. Me too. It's like it feels more authentic. Yeah. Even though that's not even though having something be bad sounding doesn't necessarily make it authentic, it feels more authentic. Definitely. Yeah. And they were in a very authentic period of their lives. Yeah, we're we're it was a period of the lives where everyone in the band, only thing they gave a show, shit about was making a good album. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, they were all about the music. Yeah, I feel like after Love Gun is when... 
after Love Gun is when that all went away. Uh, what was the big one off Love Gun? Is that Beth? No, Beth was on the album before. That was Destroyer. Destroyer was the big hit album. Destroyer was the one with like sh- fucking shout it out. I mean, obviously they had the live album, which was the actual, the monumental Kiss Big Wait, album. Which one was Hard Luck Woman on then? Hard Luck Woman was on Rock and Roll All Over, which was the one after Destroyer. And is, is Destroyer it, is Strider? It, is it Beth? Strider's or, the first album. Is it Beth or Hard Luck Woman that like talked the records? Beth, Beth. The reason why they kept doing like acoustic ballads with Peter Chris singing was because Beth was such a big hit. Beth was like the biggest hit they ever had. Beth, a great singer. You yeah. No, Peter Chris has got like a Rod Stewart voice. But it can't come on right now. Me yeah, and his, the boys uh, are playing. He does some of the best background vocals ever, which is, you got nothing to lose. Oh, yeah, yeah. nothing to lose, dude. Nothing That's to on lose. That's Dress to Kill, baby. I think. That riff is so good. What's the one I play all the time? Mm. Uh, down, fuck. She. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that riff, dude. That is a cool I'll riff. teach kids that riff in like at work, and they just couldn't give half of a shit. One of my like, favorite songs it. that so also doesn't sound like Kiss songs. Most of it is just drums. And, I mean, percussion and vocals. Is Do You Love Me? I love that. Oh, I thought you were gonna say New York Groove because that's really mostly percussion. Yeah, but no, just the. Do you love me? Fucking rolls. Yeah, doing You great. really like my limousine. Yeah, I never got into Kiss when I was younger. That was definitely. I was like, I'm too cool for this. Right, but right. But then, nah, dude. I'd listen to that first album. That is definitely one of the best albums. Ever. Strutter's on that first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fucking rolls, man. Strutter's great. Isn't hotter than hell on that? Hotter hell's second album. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. That's the same one. Going blinds on. Okay. It's Firehouse. Firehouse is the first album. Okay. See, they just blend together. <laughs> well, those first two albums sim- sound similar enough, and they're all from the same era. Like I'm sure they're all written at the same time. Those batch of songs. And it's songs. just like it's just bar rock. It's yeah. Like, and it's not how you think. Like when I was younger, when I thought of Kiss, I never thought. I thought Kiss. In my mind, never hearing Kiss was like a heavy metal band and not a rock and roll band playing. No, it's kind like of like how people think of blues. <laughs> it's kind of how people think of like Alice Cooper as a heavy yeah, metal. Yeah, exactly. Act. But it's he's a blues not, band. Yeah, yeah. But Alice like, Cooper's so blues. Yeah, I lo- I've been listening early to so Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like early the, Alice Cooper is the best. So like much. Alice Cooper, the band. Yeah. Yeah, when it was just the whole band was called Alice Cooper. Fucking. Did, did you, oh. uh, love it's it to death. Teenage Lament. Wasn't that? That's probably my favorite early Alice song. Teenage Lament, 74. Oh, I don't think I've heard that one. What's the lyrics go like? Um, I'm a teenage gay guy. Okay. Uh, I'm a gay guy. And I'm a teenager in the ass. Sorry. Um, well, I cut my hair weird. A man in real thin. No, no. How's it go? You know what? Hold on. Teenage Lament. I'm going to bring it up right now. Okay. Sounds Under good. My Wheels. Have you ever heard that song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have I, you ever heard School Sound? I bought... Oh, I remember. <laughs> what a drag it is, these lonely jeans. Is this the coolest way oh, that's like se- to that's- get through your teens? Oh, 
for the drag it is, these golden jeans. So good. Yeah, fuck. It's so good. Yo, my hair weird. For he doesn't get enough credit for being an awesome singer. Yeah, he's so he, good. He's it's ridiculous. He's how, and he's like a goofy guy. Yeah, his, a lot yeah. of his songs are goofy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he seems like, like a legit fun guy to hang out with, not pretentious. Yeah, and like even like his serious songs are goofy. Like yeah, it's like that's like when it comes to like the darkness. There's not a like very like they do goofy right. Mm-hmm. And it's like Alice Cooper does Goofy, right? Yeah, like a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's like, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny, but it's not like... It's not, but it's not satirical. <laughs> no, exactly. That's exactly... That's perfectly like... Yeah, yeah, there's like... There's like a... Don't take me so like, seriously. And like, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Like, that song is like... Kind of a joke. Yeah, Well, yeah, that's yeah. another song, again, that also suffers from... Overplayed syndrome, yeah. Nah. Being shit because overplay, yeah. yeah. But st- it's like an early song. <laughs> yeah, raped like, and freezing. Oh, right. Maybe one of the best songs of all time. It's um, one of my favorite. Killer. I got live one. Hey, I love man, my killer. I got one live of my favorite. One. Just because of my Lakes. dad Jerry's story about um, and I. living in Vancouver was Black Widow. He would uh, oh he yeah, dad. Might as well my dad's he, classic he story. He was living in front of the beach. Uh, what's the classic beach? English Bay. English Bay. Yes, I love it. Lovely place. Uh. If for some reason you're like, fuck you, Max, I'm not going to bury you. I'm going to spread your ashes against your will. English Bay is definitely the place. But he lived above there on like the 17th floor. Um, and then during the morning or whatever, he would just fucking, he'd blast his stereo system at the start with Richard Pryor. So fucking loud. And he would just blast that and look down the street at people who <laughs> were listening. But the yeah. crazy N word. <laughs> and just blast it while My people Richard Pryor just caused me, but I say the N word. So. Not Richard Pryor, uh, Vincent, Pr- uh, Vincent uh, Price. You said Vincent Richard Price. Pryor. Okay. So I'm like, that's funny because when did. you said Richard, <laughs> when you said when you said Richard Pryor, I'm like, is this the part? Sorry, he must have never told me. I'm like, like I thought I was forgot I'm or he just never. Is badass. He's blasting <laughs> Richard <Blaine> Pryor <laughs> first thing in the morning. <laughs> I grew up in a whorehouse. My mother. She was all these girls' pimps. <laughs> My um, mom was a vampire. <laughs> Vincent Price. She was sucking blood and sucking dick. But yeah. You ever smoke crack cocaine uh, with Frankenstein? But what's it called? Vincent Price. Because Vincent Price I does love the, Vincent Price. He's at he the is. beginning of the Black Widow song. On, on, it's like uh, a two-minute intro. Yeah. And welcome he to my nightmare. That. Yeah, welcome to my nightmare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic album. In here, we have the glorious So you played the Vincent specimen. Price part. Like really loud. He said he put the speakers up to the window. Yeah, yeah. And they just see people like turn their heads up at the beach. You know what I mean? Like kind of look up. Like what the fuck's going on? Which is funny too, because now just off the top of my memory, doesn't really relate. They're making Edgar Wright's making a Sparks Brother movie. That's awesome. And it reminded me of Dad. Uh, another story he told where he was living in Vancouver with his mom again, and he was blasting Sparks. I, it was probably like I think that's the classic like. This town ain't good enough for the both of us. And then yeah. uh, I remember Grandma was like, "What the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> like, what is this?" That's funny. And Dad had a classic. I don't think he said that. I remember like, my dad, dad saying like his friends thought that way too. He's like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, it's Dawson Creek friends, except for <laughs> yeah. Jeff. Except for Jeff, who he shared all his passions with. Damn, that's how I feel about meatloaf. <laughs> 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 
like, what the fuck? I'm like, it's me. <laughs> Shut up. It's awesome. He's first, had heart attacks. The first Bad Out of Hell album was my favorite album from like 12 to 15. Yeah, right, right, right. It was like, yeah, 100%. It, it was a great album. It changed my life. I love that style of rock. That like over, I love like operatic, that storyline. That's like Bruce Springsteen. That's yeah. how he started was operatic. Yeah. And I've also been listening to The Clash. I don't know if you guys have heard of The Clash, but... Have you heard of The Clay? The, the London Calling album, all the cuts, the deep cuts, some of the best stuff Card was Car Cheat. That's a great one. Car Cheat's one of the best songs. Four Horsemen. Ugh. Unbelievable. Revolution Rock. Are you talking about... So pilled up that I rattle? Oh No, no the, the song Four Horsemen by The Clash. Oh, yeah. It's talking about just pissing I on think, people. I think it was only two years ago, or even... It was more than a year ago, so um, with Brandon and Jamie, when I first heard Straight to Hell. Oh, and, yeah. And, uh, and then, but you know the mind-blowing part about it that I instantly knew, which was, what the fuck? This is Paper Planes. <laughs> yeah, 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 she, she, um, what's it called? Sampled. She sampled Straight to Hell. Yeah. Like, we're, thing for thing, so as I'm listening to it, I'm like... What the fuck? And my head almost had like an aneurysm, you know? Just because yeah, it was yeah. two weird things that after, fuck, me and you grew up in the era where Paper Planes was probably oh, the, the biggest, biggest song ever, right? Yeah, everybody knows Paper Planes. Yeah, yeah, me and you. It's like Nine Nine oh, Problems and Paper Planes. Yeah, or, I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I speaking about? Paper Planes, dude. Paper Planes, I didn't know straight, but Straight to Hell's a fucking good tune, too. Yeah, dude. It's like... When I showed Mark uh, the song Sonic Reducer, yeah. he's like, I know this song, but he was thinking that he knew it from a Beastie Boys sample of uh, oh, did he? the, f- yeah, the, the Seven Burrows or whatever. I bet you game instead. Yeah, it's like, it's weird how like you'll hear a song and it's like completely sampled. And nobody knows the better. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. The better. Yeah, so that's pretty much been it for me, you. Yeah, same here. I've just been working. I'm trying to not kill myself. It's been great. It's a good one, man. Good one. Yeah. Um, Taking my pills right. Those are my first liquor drinks that I've had since being out of the loony bin. Um, Feeling pretty fine. I was going to say... Before that... uh. You ever been locked up in the loony bin? Almost, yes. Multiple times, though. Yeah, man, that shit sucks. They're like, you're Uh, here voluntarily, but you can't leave. I'm like, Um, uh, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, can I leave? They're like, no. I'm like, so I can't leave voluntarily? So, like, yeah, almost a few times. It's probably been documented on the podcast (laughs) what those moments have, you know? It's like the past... When did me and my mother lose the greenhouse? 2013? Yeah. Around then? No. Ever since then, my life has been a fucking roller coaster, you know? And that's one thing through therapy and um, shit I've realized that, you know, I'm a survivor at least, through the least, you know? Yeah, I've man. spent months, years sleeping in the tent of my mother's boyfriend's backyard who was fighting all the time, you know, with my dad or, or staying in a trailer somewhere else, right? Yeah, man. Fucking um, sh- So it's hardened the fuck up since then. What were we talking about before then? 
We're talking about fucking being in the loony bin, dude. <laughs> oh, yes. But during that times, yes, I've had quite a few. Uh, it's very well documented my stint of psychosis. For yeah, a couple months I remember that. Yeah. When I was stuck in a deja vu and I yeah. was... Literally, what, was, what do you what do you think that was from? What do you think it was uh, anxiety or stress trying to? I think anxiety and distress had a lot to do with it. Was it because like I a, wasn't smoking weed or doing nothing? But you're trying to cope, and so like just yeah. your brain's trying to shut off and, and just maybe you know the media intake and all the mm, my theories. that's my bad thing is so much media intake and but not even that and i but, can't talk to anybody about it but i'm like learning so much every yeah. day on youtube <laughs> and it's just like why am i doing this to myself right I'm beyond that um making myself uninteresting yeah and just like jacob's ladder and my obsession oh, with, the, fuck that movie, with, the, tibetan, with oh, the tibetan book of the dead that i really that got into since fuck you know 2013 i got into it because of jacob's ladder the tibetan oh. book of the dead and so there are moments that i don't think another movie has left me feeling more sick than jacob's ladder after watching it the idea like, i feel so ill afterwards just knowing that i could be in hell <laughs> Yes, and that's what, <laughs> at one point, the Deja Vu eventually um, climaxed to, which is I thought that, boom, I was actually dead for a day or two, oh, right? Oh, fuck, dude. For a couple of days. And, I'm, I, and I couldn't not... explain that to someone because it's a hard thing to comprehend that, like, I'm dead and you're just here. You're trying to get me to the other side. Anything mm. anyone says, this was on top of the Deja Vu. I'm like, but you're not real. You're an angel taking a form to, you know, that, that looks like a human that I relate to. And I'm dead. This is on my way to hell. And the only psychosis, way, man, fucks yeah, for, you for up. Like, for like two months, it was like psychosis. Like, see, that. I'm lucky. Two weeks was the most I had and before I had to go in. You even saw me too during that moment yeah. at Braden's house. I was super big too, like really big. Um, you were not of it. You were not no. of this world. So when then. I drank. It was not good, of course. On no, all it was, that. was it blackout when you drank? A couple times, yeah, a couple times. And yeah, I've, I've almost had to uh, go in there. And besides that, there's a few times when I wanted to go in there just because I was having yeah, that's so close to kill myself. I'm like, I got to go in. These were moments where, you know, me and my family were living hand to mouth, you know, and yeah. like, don't know what next hour is going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. But my, what... my, my dad always talked me out of it, which I. Be thankful because. It yeah. is the worst. My mom... I am thankful I that... I did it for my mom, and I will kill myself before I go back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in there for four days in a room without any windows, and I don't know how they expect you to get better, With but I was C. coming out of it more happy and ready to kill myself. Right? <laughs> That's one thing, man. That's another thing I noticed when I thought that I actually died, which... It's hard because you can't explain that to someone. No. Like, they, they can't grasp that, literally. The no. literalness of it. I could tell it's you existential. I, it's nothing you can ever no, describe to anybody. No, I tell you guys all day, like, I feel like I'm dead. Yeah. It probably means you I guys could, have an idea of what it means, but it's like, no, you don't get it. I'm it's trying like, to tell you I'm in a dream. I'm already dead. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's also a lot like telling somebody how close you are and how mad you are that you can't kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was in there yelling at a nurse that it was unfair that I couldn't kill myself. I was screaming oh, at geez, her. Oh, Jesus, we're into this now? 
Holy fuck. <laughs> I, was, I was screaming at her. I was so mad. Then they gave me an Ativan, and I was so happy. <laughs> you're like, you're like, so this is why Matt's party so hard. <laughs> I'm like, this is why we don't yeah. kill ourselves when we're upset. <laughs> like, no so we can feel yeah. like this. No wonder Max took a lethal dose of this on prom night. <laughs> this feels so deadly. <laughs> it feels good, man. No, I so like... Yeah, I was pissed, and so I'll never go back in. Word up. <laughs> my latest, Death before dishonor. My latest time we talked about it on the podcast was that little encounter where I freaked out on 8th Street and shit, and I was blackout yeah. drunk then, and luckily they took me to the hospital, and I woke up there. But, but no, I've almost been there too, Cole. Yeah, man. It's, I like, fucking, it's nothing to be ashamed see, of. See, like, I went in being like, yeah, lock me up. This is going to be fun. I can get out tomorrow after I'm on my, all my pills and I'll talk. And no, they didn't let me leave and I wanted to leave. <laughs> and then I got out and I got a nice fizzy pop and I started working again and everything's all square hunky-dory oh, now. I'm getting 12 hours every so night. So bad. So it is like my crux. Yeah, dude. I need to fucking... I don't want to say it. <laughs> I was going to say get my dick sucked, but no. <laughs> no that won't don't be say good it, dude. For me. Yeah. That won't be good for me. It's a secret. You don't want that. <laughs> I can't let that out in the world. Hell no, dude. Dude, you know how bad of a person you would be if you ever I want would, your penis to be sucked? They would think I am a miscreant and a scoundrel. You're a real... A narrow to All I can say is if you're a man who wants to get filleted, probably like either Hitler or worse. Let me just say that. At least. What do you mean, Hitler or worse? Uh, just about just a flack he would yeah, get by, by admitting that he wants to have yeah. his dick sucked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't, you're like Hannibal and the conquest of fucking, I don't know. I'm trying to do a Dennis Leary joke. Yeah. Bring it up. Well, first off, you got to steal some Bill Hicks jokes. That's yeah. step Kate number one. Chachi. <laughs> Um, You'd be like Hannibal going over to Constantinople. Baby. I was actually I was actually working on a new bit. Hickory dickory <laughs> dog shit. Oh, no. Some bitch was sucking my cock. Gene. The clock struck two. I dropped my goo and blah 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 blah. Solid bit. Drop my bitch off on the other block. <laughs> Damn, dude. A little remix. I did a little <laughs> remix. <laughs> yeah, the dice, man. You're like a r- r- remix. Roop. Sound like you had a mouthful of cum. It was cool. A derp. That was for the dice, man. Yeah, I did his gig once. I did a show once. What dice man. I Why'd did you call once. you called me Dice in the Gross? I can't remember what the context was. You were swearing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're swearing your dice. Brain, brain, <laughs> being inappropriate. Brain swears a lot in public places. Yeah, yeah. And being fuck. inappropriate. Talking about penises. Dude, man, I got it. Here's the thing, man. I do such. I do baby talk all day at work. I'm talking to children and I'm doing like a hello. Even when I talk to adults, I'm like, that's okay. No oh, way. I baby talk at work constantly. And it's like, hey, how's it going? Oh, in awesome. Order Thank not you. Fully become that person and lose myself, I have to let loose everywhere else. In my <laughs> I life. get it. I get it. I got to open the valves of filth or else I will become the fucking sanitized, like, that was like a legit fear of mine for a while. I was like, am I going to become this if I do this enough? No. Yeah. <laughs> Thank no. God. Thank God. No, definitely not. If you have any hate 
in your heart. If you have any well, fart in your heart. Any fart in your heart? You're going to fucking be p- p- gross <laughs> all the time. Hell yeah, dude. You're just going to be fucking talking about dicks. I'm like the trash babies, whatever they call it. That's it. Garbage pal kids. Garbage pedal. I'm a garbage pal kid, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm gutter trash. Whole time, what was those things that was big when we were in school that stank like shit? Oh, Each the, one had a different stinky yeah, the, smell. Yeah, the trash dudes. Yeah, the fucking... That was fucking gross. Oh, the cheese one, man. I remember some of those. I was literally like... We'd some like, of them were real school, bad. We'd be like... Yeah. Pretend to throw hugs is so fucking that's why gross. Like, that's why me, Jacob. That's why me and Jacob liked homies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys collecting your homies. Yeah. I'm oh, getting man, the stinky this, one. This motherfucker got a piece in his gun belt. <laughs> yeah, that's loco, muchacho. <laughs> that's hilarious. My uh, Jacob's wearing a plaid with just the top button. Yeah. <laughs> fucking cholo. My ex, her. Uh, her ex used to collect homies. <laughs> and so, like, at the house, there'd just be homies everywhere. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because we oh. got the homies. And so, like, the kids would just play you with You should have brought these them, little dude. In your garage. You should have brought them back, dude. I want to play these with homies. Little Hispanics. Yeah, dude. I remember I watched a documentary on Vice about a guy that just fills up the homie stations. Nice. And he's like, this is my life. I love it. I love homies. <laughs> they're great to be fair for two bucks they're greatly modeled little toys yeah they got lots I, of detail I love yeah. them yeah, and so, yeah some of them would have big uh, chains with the spinners on it yeah. oh, when's the last time you ever seen a spinner chain yeah man those been, were dope that's that's like when people were wearing the two cap shit yeah it's been too one long cap to the side and one cap under it I think we should bring back the spinner chain dude spinner chain is dope I bet 50 cent would be the first one on it I guarantee it 50 50 Hit me up, Fiddy. That'll be the post. What do you think, Fiddy? And then you spin your chain, and the camera like closes in on the spin. Just think yeah. of fit. What do you think, Fiddy? Does a nice pan in. Fitbit. What do you think, Fiddy, and the Fitbit? Fiddy don't like. How you guys feel about this? Is the pod good? Oh, it's good. This is great. This has been a fun hour. Fucking a. Well, if we're not feel good people, I'm Brayden Jansen. Max House. I'm Colton Milliken. Woo. <laughs> I work at Domino's. Good night, Lorena.